podcast. Hello and welcome to what is episode Soison Neuf of the Avalite's Weird Podcast. Um, for any of you guys out there that are not French um, and speak English to listen to this podcast, that's episode 69. Whoa, what knowledge of foreign languages. And yeah, all you kids out there, take a wee minute. Stop laughing at the, the number 69. For all you adults out there, celebrate by pulling together another consensual adult and just delivering a 69. You know, that sex position. Get down on the ground. Get someone on top of you. Top to toe. Genitals to mouth. And just enjoy yourselves, guys. You know what I mean? If it's consensual, two adults, doesn't matter what gender. You know, go for it. Have a good time. Relax. Put this podcast on the background. You know? You know, set the scene. Boom, boom. I've been really trying, baby Trying to hold back this feeling for so long But if you feel like I feel, baby Come on Oh yeah, baby Come on Let's get it home There you go, guys. That's the scene set. You know, feeling very romantic today. Why is that? Um... It's because of episode 69, not because I'm drinking some red wine. Oh, right, guys. Yeah, that's right. I'm just popping myself a nice little glass. I'll just fill up here before I do the pod. Oh, whoa. Tick, tick, talk. That's the end of this uh, this wine. Um, why am I drinking a bottle of red wine? It's because, guys, you know what? You know I'm homeless, all right? You know, um, it's not a tonic. You know, it's not um, going by a normal stereotype. But, you know, I'm homeless. I'm celebrating because I'm not at my parents' house anymore. Am I back to my own house yet? No. But I'm in a wee rented gaff now. And you know what? It's pretty sweet. Um, inside, the house is lovely. It's good. It's spacious. It's clean. Outside, not so sweet. It's like a prison. It's basically, it's, you know, it's an A house. You know why, like, you get houses that are, like, numbered and then they get given, like, an A, which means basically the person that owned a bit of land you know, it's been like, here, I'll sell this bit of land, so I'm just going to pop the house up. They basically pop the house up in someone's back garden, in and around, like, shopping centres and just tall houses. So any window I look out, like, I look out my front window, and it's a sweet wall. Look at the back window at the kitchen. Yeah, it's a sweet wall, but you can also see an air vent of a shopping centre, so that's pretty dope. You know, any other window I look is just basically under a metre away from a wall. But inside, you know, it's, it's a paradise. You know, it's like, it's like... Doctor Who's TARDIS, you know what I mean, on the outside? Yeah, it might just look like a phone box. In the inside, it's tricked out. Yeah, baby boy, it's tricked out. Welcome to Pit My Ride. The worst Westwood impression you'll ever hear. But yeah, for any of you guys out there who want to know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a wine fan. I like a red wine. And because I'm celebrating, I had some nice dinner there. I'm having a, a, a well, a glass, it's a ball of red wine. But I mean, it's a good time. You know, and as you know, I'm a connoisseur of red wine. Went wine tasting on my, my stag do, so I know what to do. Like, So you see this, I'm just checking it up with the light. Obviously, it's an audio podcast, you can't see this. I'm checking my wine out in the light, checking the viscosity. Going to really smell and see what aroma I get from it. Mm. Oh, so aromatic. Aromatique. I don't know why I'm going French, because it's an Argentinian. Mm, but it's just so aromatique. This is a this is a wine is aromatic. Let me just taste it now. Mm. I can really taste those berries. I can really taste um, like a red cherry and strawberry flavors coming through there. With quite a soft rounded finish, I can taste damson. I don't know what damson is, but I can taste it. 
um, because you ain't fully reading off the bottle what it is. But it's a nice wee bottle of uh, Mendoza Argentinian Malbec here. I'm a Malbec drinker. Anyone comes to any of my shows, want to bring me a present, get me a good bottle of Malbec. I'll appreciate that. But yeah, we're chilling. Not my parents' uh, spare room anymore, which I think maybe for acoustics, it makes the podcast worse. But hey, I'm here in this house, and with any luck, um, this will herald the, the swift return to my own house because I mean I've missed it you know I've missed my own gaff I've missed as I say you know I've missed my forest you know I'm a bear bear's got to be at home in the forest I've said this before in a podcast you know I miss my own honeypot and I miss my own back scratcher you know quite quite literally I do have two back scratchers that I do so a big itchy back but at the same time I was thinking what bears like and I like to scratch their backs what I'm basing that on fully on the jungle book you know but apart from that it's enough to go by and we're here and what a week it's been you know it's been busy I've been a busy boy again this week and um, I feel like time's just flipping flying by I sound like an old bastard but I mean it's March already you know what I mean like we're we're flying through this year and I think it's a sign of the times that I'm getting older you know um, and as Harry Styles once said the famous philosopher you know, stop your crying. It's a sign of the times. You know, times go by quicker when you're older. But it's been a busy week. Busy week for me. Busy week for a lot of other boys on the uh, on the scene. A few of my pals with a, a few, I suppose it, you could say, you know, big announcements, I guess. You know, Shane is doing the Waterfront Hall. Mickey Bartlett's doing the Ulster Hall. I hear he's got a really good support act, by the way. Just letting you know that and Geddes Colin Geddes is doing the SSE Arena which is unbelievable you know it's a massive announcement and you know what fair play to them you know fair play to all three they're all doing massive gigs and I am delighted for them you know proud of them proud of the scene proud of being part of it in some way I'm just delighted and I'm just saying that you guys are there get tickets to all those shows you see any local acts doing big gigs support them you know what I mean? It's a real good scene over here, and it's starting to only get better, you know? And I feel really positive and really pumped for it, you know what I mean? Fucking local comedy's great, you know? That's just not a local level, too, you know? Some good things happening for people trying to, you know, trying to make a wee go at it. I don't know why I said it through teeth, it's not a secret. I'm in this room by myself. Hey, guys, look, I don't know, it's getting better for people, you know? Like, more TV shows and shit, you know, coming on featuring our dulcet tones do you know what I mean like um, <laughs> Dairy Girls that was the worst Dairy accent ever that was the worst Dairy accent I've ever heard in my life <laughs> but Dairy Girls has come over and it's flipping got mainstream attention you know mainland attention I don't like you know you know what here's the thing just flat off the bat I give a fuck about all this what people call anything. Do you call it Derry? Do you call it London Derry? Do you call it the mainland? Do you call it, I don't know, what do you call it down south? Do you call these the occupied sex? Do you call it the north of Ireland? Do you call it northern Ireland? Who gives a fuck, you know? Call it whatever you want to call it. If you get annoyed about stuff like that, your life's not bad. You know, if that's the sort of thing that actually irks you, you know, it's not bad. Sometimes I've said stuff before and people mean, actually, I think you'll find it's London Derry. Nah. Why well, call it London Derry when you call it Derry? You know, it's shorter, it's easier to say, I'm lazy, you know, chill out guys, 
You know, people getting annoyed about that. I say the mainland, people are like, oh, well, yeah, dare you say, anger. There's no political connotations to that at all. I'm just using that. But what I'm saying is, Dairy Girls has broken it over in like the main UK, you know, rather than just being a local, regional thing. But which being said, there's regional things now that are really kicking off, getting audiences as well. Soft Border Patrol. There's more stuff being made. You know, more stuff being made means more up. And the more stuff you get made, the more opportunities there are for punks like me. You know, punks like me and punks like you. So we gotta be be excited about it rather than you know, I feel like there's been a lot of negativity about like comedy and that in the last few years, but now you've got a lot of DIY going on, a lot of guys just doing these big gigs, building up the opportunities all by themselves. You're not needing no machine to get behind them, just building it up. And now Shane's doing a waterfront, Mick's doing Ulster Hall, and Colin's doing the SSE. Fucking fair fair play to the boys, you know, and, and also Arm McCann's doing a tour, you know. Boys are all right, flat out working. What am I doing? I'm just chilling, you know, I'm just having a good time supporting my, my friends, you know. I've had a few people asking me, being like, oh, whoa, they're doing big things, what are your plans? I'm like, look, I'm just trying to establish my comedy club that I'm running at the minute, you know, trying to get people to go to that. Maybe I'll do a new hour down the line a bit, maybe. You know, I'm focusing right now, first and foremost, on getting home. And then after that, I want to try to go at this full time. So I'm doing a wee bit more work on other boring things to you you people out there. You know, there's not stuff to really see, but I'm, I'm doing a bit more writing. You know, that's what I want to do. I want to be a writer, so I'm putting a bit more effort in that. Writing and stand-up, that's my two favourites. Now, if people ever see me acting in anything and go, I thought you said you wanted to write, hey, you know, I'll do it. You know why? Because I'm a little attention boy. You know, I like attention. But no, I'll, I'll act if I, must, if, I must, if I must, you know. But um, I just think it's a real positive time. And I just want people to, you know, get behind them. You know, get behind any of the boys doing local acts, trying to do big gigs, you know, support them, you know. get Let's get the scene happening. It's a great place to be right now, and I'm really enjoying it. You know, the big gig coming up actually now off the bat on the 12th of March. Um, we're doing a gig for Marie Curie. It's myself, Colin Geddes, Mickey Bartlett, Kieran Bartlett, Shane Todd, Rory Woods, Arm McCann, Arm Butler. Geddes, yeah. I think I mentioned everybody there. But yeah, we're doing a big gig for Marie Curie. And it's on the 12th of March and it's at the Black Box. And you know, now you know I'm an alcoholic guy. I'm just sitting here drinking wine. We're not getting paid for that gig. All proceeds are going to charity. And that night's going to be a social for the boys. We're going to have a few drinks, go out afterwards, make a night of it. Since we're not uh, since we're not taking a fee for it, per se, you know, we're just going to do it for a good cause and then go out and make a night of it. Now, what a wee bit of a... <clears throat> what a wee bit of a furore on social media in the last couple of days about this particular gig. Um... Young man put a tweet up, basically tagging Colin in it, saying, no doubt this is for a good cause because you not have had a more diverse lineup. Now, could the organiser not have got a more diverse lineup? Is basically what he said. Now, I'm the organiser of this particular gig because, as well as the money going to Marie Curie, um, there's a friend of mine who is unwell, who has been diagnosed with cancer, and I want to do something to help now. 
it, are there any females on this lineup? Is this something we've talked about before? Yeah. Now, in terms of this, I said to the, I said to the guy in question, I, I, I got in touch with him because I felt that what he had said wasn't... Um, wasn't positive it wasn't beneficial for anybody really he was trying to make an issue out of something that was completely you know there was no issue there basically he's trying to say look why is there no women why is there no diversity on this particular lineup long story short because it's a gig with no fee for a good cause and i've asked a load of mates to do it do you know that's basically it a load of guys trying to do a thing for a good cause and there's a few people basically saying there should be women now i said to the guys like look I'm all for diversity. I'm all for women being on lineups, you know, providing they're funny, of course. Now, there are a load of funny comedians out there that are women. There's a load of funny comedians out there that are men. It just so happens that in on the Northern Irish scene, there are far few women doing stand-up than there are men. It's just a simple case of that. And, you know, the amount of men, male comedians that are good on the, on the scene are you know there's a, a bigger number of smaller percentage that are actually really good same with women you know it's just laws of averages so on that basis you know you're far likely less likely to get female acts you know and then there's some of the acts who i'm friendly with maybe aren't available or maybe in fact one of them has left the country you know has moved elsewhere to work so i mean it's hard to get hold of so i just wanted to get in touch with the guy say look mate it's not the case. We're trying to do something for a good cause. You know, don't be making an issue where there isn't one. And he kind of said, like, just would like there to be more diversity. I said, you know, so would I. But hey, you know, there's certain fields that just aren't diverse. Case in point, midwifery. You know what I mean? There are far more female midwives than there are male. You know, and there's no issue with that. That's just the way it goes. But I just hate when people try to make an issue of something on our local scene, which just should be positive, do you know? If guys doing all these flipping massive gigs and there's trying to be an issue for this, you know, if we were just doing a gig ourselves and we're getting big dough for it, which, you know, hey, they're few and far between those gigs, then take issue, you know what I mean? And if we're, you know, but at the end of the day, we're doing it for charity. I've just got a load of my mates who wanted to come and help out a good cause, help another friend of mine who's unwell and just sell tickets and give it to a good cause. So what I'm saying is, guys, get tickets to this show at the black box on the 12th of march the tickets are 20 quid which might go oh whoa there that's but it's 20 quid straight to charity do you know what i mean that's a real good thing and we'll have a great night we'll have a few beers we'll have a bit of crack i might even throw in a raffle i may pull the finger out the ass if i'm going to be doing a raffle between now and then by the way but i might i might try and get that together and then just you know get a few donation buckets as well on the night and just donate a bit more and make a really good cause but you know, just don't come at me and basically be saying make it diverse, you know what I mean? That's just frustrating. And also the the fella that put the tweet up, he was alright, you know, he spoke. Um I think he listened to my side. He said, Yeah, I'll, I'll actually donate to the charity now. I said, Good. Do you know, but again I just don't want people I just defensive of people, you know, speaking so poorly of this scene which we can't change. You know, we can't um actively go and recruit people based on their gender it's all about being funny if you're funny you get gigs it just so happens that there are a lot fewer females doing it which is a shame i would welcome more uh, diversity of course but i mean it's just unfortunately it is the way it is and you know it's boring you know getting all this abuse for it and then i think a lot of times too people that write these comments online don't even go to watch comedy you know so anyone out there that wants to 
you know, had to take issue with lineups and stuff, get in touch, come see a show. You know what I mean? I'm more than happy to accommodate you, more than happy to invite you down to lineups that are diverse whenever we can do that, which is regular enough, to be fair, you know? So stick that in your fucking pipe. Get on with it, you know? It is what it is. I like to be more positive. Um, other than that, done no prep for this week's podcast in this new house. Also, point about this house, the heating doesn't actually work in it. Now, it does heat up, but the heating, that we don't have any control of the heating. The guy who owns the house basically controls the heating on his phone. The more I say this, it's like a prison. The guy that owns the house controls it with his phone. I'm starting to think it's a, it's a wee bit like Saw, isn't it? Dave. No, hi. Dave. Hello, Dave. I want to play a game. What's that? You are always, to- always sweating. You're always sweating, so I... Would like to see how much you would like to sweat by putting the fucking heat on full blast. You know, that needs to stop. Knock the heat off. Give me a break. I'm sweating. I'm in my jocks. I'm airing my balls here and I'm still sweating. Probably doesn't help him drinking this red wine, you know. But hey, with moving and stuff, I haven't been able to diet, you know, and work out just as much as I would like. So what I'm trying to do is just, you know, erode all the fat and just stick the skin clean to my muscles so it look like a fucking bodybuilder you know when I've got my stringer on I want to bring the skin to the this flesh to the muscle and stick it oh this is what I'm doing whoa yeah I really should have done some prep but I've been busy this week guys you know gigs wise been busy boy Pug Ugly's Comedy Club was back again this week as always because it's on every week on Thursday and it was a lovely night had a wee hand party in didn't want to tell me their hand party, wanted to keep that under that, sly, but they really enjoyed themselves, and it was a fun night, and then on Friday, I went to do a gig for Paddy McGacky in the front page bar in Balamina, any of you Balamaniacs out there that um, would have gone to see me stand do stand-up, why didn't you come to the front page, you know, it was literally the smallest audience I've played to, now, the front page is effectively a room that's you know, it's a bar, it's a good bar, but the room that you do stand up in is effectively the size of, of a kitchen, you know, or a living room. A small living room. I think max you get about 20 people in it. You know? So I went there on Friday night after work on a, on a dock, stormy eve, drove over the Mona Bypass because that's the way Google Maps told me and I'm fucking terrible with directions. Got there through the smog got there in the cold and performed stand-up in front of five people yeah five actual no I'm a, hey I'm selling myself short six people there were six people watching and there were four comedians and two staff so that's 12 you know not bad but I'm willing to take that all 11 not bad for a Friday night eh guys you know, but the gig itself was lovely. The audience were, were good crack. It was just a shame that if any of you guys out there are from Balmina, what the fuck didn't you come to my gig? Next time I come to Balmina, I want to. Play, I'm going to play the braid. I want to see you guys make an effort. I want to just come out. I want you to all bring me a bottle of Malbec. I want you to um, just chill out with me, have a nice time. 
and make some noise but the front page itself was a lovely room it was a lovely gig it was a nice end to a good week Thursday was fun and pug ugly had a lot of fun emceeing that and this week we've got Mickey Bartlett on oh it's going to be very I don't know what that noise was it's going to be very sexy so you know get down to pug uglies this Thursday 8.30 the doors show at 9 5 or ticket wish wash bish bosh up the hoods get down to it it's going to be great fun. It's going to be a great time. I haven't done a Trump in a couple of weeks. It's going to be a great time. So get to it. And yeah, no real other gigs this week. And for, apart from next week when I've got that massive charity gig, which I want to see everybody there for. I want to make so much money for a good cause. Do you know that's my real plan of action? And I think, you know what? Sometimes if you, like I sometimes laugh at the fact that you know, people do follow me. You know, it's it's sometimes a bit alien to me that there are people out there who like like listening to my podcast. You know, like the stuff that I do, like my stand up, like my my content. You know, it's weird to me because I'm just a guy. You know, going about his business, looking after a kid. You know, going to work, doing this and that, fitting in as much stuff as I can, as well as this. You know, and I just. It sort of, you sort of forget about it um, until you, you get to see people out there actually paying attention to it so you know it is good and it's nice and I really appreciate it and you know for for people to actually come out to gigs and stuff it means a lot and hopefully the shows that we put on are good you know and especially listening to this podcast you know there's the odd time I was like you know maybe I should just bend it maybe I should just stop recording it because you know sometimes it's hard to fit it in you know, there are some times where I literally can't find the time and then I just go, you know what, there are people out there every week, more people every week listening to it, I just need to squeeze it in, you know, and that's what I'm, what I'm hoping to do and I just want to say thanks to that and if you haven't yet rated and reviewed the podcast, you know what, I, I do dislike you more than those that have done it, I, you know, but if you want to get my good books, get on to the, the iTunes and please rate and review the podcast. I've got 78 reviews 70 fucking 7 5 star and then one piece of shit they rated it 3 stars which I hate you know I hate, I hate that but yeah I'd love to get up to 100 you know ratings and the more uh, people rate the better it gets on and also if you write a review if you take that extra couple of minutes to write a review I'll read it in this podcast and you get to listen to it back mmm sexy so yeah cheers to that I actually got, got lost in, on what my, my point was at the beginning there had to go back over and actually listen to what the point was because I've just been drinking this wine and forgotten you know I've lost her on myself long story short what I was saying was that I get surprised with the amount of support that I get from people and I appreciate that and um, my point being was that if ever you're going to go to a gig go to this one on the 12th of March all the acts are brilliant and it's for a good cause and I'm and I really want to fill this one out. That was my point. Whoa. I'm just feeling like such a great person this week, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just really trying to be so positive, and, like, I'm hating that whole that shit going on, on the internet now, like, that Momo stuff. You know, I hate seeing that. I know it's a hoax now, but, you know, see, there are people out there that, like, set up... If you don't know this, apparently this Momo thing is, like, this weird, like, virus that infiltrates like kids video games and stuff and then like 
makes them do bad things. So like it'll like get under their WhatsApp messages, and then this Momo character will send you like a text telling you like cut yourself or to kill yourself or whatever. Like whoever you know, if you're a full adult person that does that, you're a prick. You know what I mean? And then this picture they use for this character Momo is like this weird, googly-eyed, stressed-out-looking woman. And she's freaky-looking. And it's like, well, the weird thing is, is like, they only show her, like, her head making you do these things. But the full body, it's actually a sculpture. The picture's taken of a sculpture. When you see it's like, it's weird. It's this weird, stressed, boogly-eyed woman with her weird mouth. And then she has this, like, strange... She's got a pair of boobs, obviously. And then... Just like a bird's body, not like lad, 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 bird, but like an actual, you know, flying, feathered bird, you know, very weird. And also in this house that I'm renting, some kind of fan things just gone off. Hey, I don't know, because I don't control it. It's the weird saw guy who's uh, organizing the heat, probably. He's just turning on, and now I'm going to blow some drugs into your house. I don't know what, what that voice is. It's very weird. In my head, I thought I was going to do like a movie voice, you know. This summer, one man, one mission. But it's it's not. It's just a weird voice. So yes, Momo is, is, is freaky. And then the more I thought about it, I just think, you know, Momo just looks like a, like, like a, some kind of stressed out mum. You know, it looks like she's out, out in Tesco's doing her shopping and she's got her wee three-year-old son out with her and he's being a punk. You know, he just wants to get himself a popsicle. You know, one of those like ice pops, obviously cola flavor, like a meter long ice pop. And she's like, no, you're not allowed to get it. And he's like, but I want it, mommy. And he's like, no, you can't have it, but I want it. And she's like, no. And he's like, wah, 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 wah. And then Momo turns around the corner and sees her friend, Jill from Bingo. And then she's just like, huh? Mm, that face, surprised to see you. Oh. oh, well, Momo, how are you doing? Oh, not too bad, apart from... The scamp there. Acting bollocks, isn't it? Shit. Yeah, fuck's sake. There's me out trying to get my... Gr- Surprise to see you, Jelly, going to bingo this week. Oh, no, can't, Momo. Oh, why's that? Ah, oh, fucking... Our Derek's up in the hospital again, put his back out, didn't he? Ah, oh, bollocks, fucking poor one for him. I know, you know. Can't get the fucking... Can't get the luck anymore. See, since he fell off that ladder in 2012, he's not been himself. Oh, no, true, Jill, but you know why I, I can't go myself either. Oh, why is that? Oh, my guy's got diabetes. Really? All right. But that's the face that Momo makes. You know, she's stressed. She's, she's stressed. She's annoyed at something, but all of a sudden she needs to put on a brave face. So pulls that big boogly eye. Well, either that or she's flat off her face on gear. And she's just on acid and she's chewing up her face. Maybe that's why she's got a human head with a pair of boobs and a bird's body. You know, maybe that's what it is. Because sometimes you hallucinate. You know, you just go to that next level. And that's where you end up. You know? Here's the Momo. And what I'm saying is if you're a guy doing that, I bet you the guy that created this Momo thing. He does a lot of ferocious wanking by himself. Um, he doesn't feel great about himself, and he probably is a groomer. And not the sort of grooms dogs, by the way, you know? Not at all. You know what? It's 27 minutes, and I feel like I'm fully lost right now. So what I'm going to do is uh, go into my listeners' questions, because it's hell of you guys. <laughs> um, let me see. 
Uh, again, this is the the beauty of uh, this is the beauty of you know entertainment. This is the beauty of the weird podcast. Um, Glenn Lindsay said, "Are you going to be giving up anything for Lent?" Hashtag weird. Here's the thing, Glenn. Nah, because I am practicer of no religion. As you know, I'm bisexual. My mum is a Catholic, my dad is a Protestant, and therefore I'm a mix, thus making me a bisexual. And for that reason, I don't practice any religion of either side, so I don't really feel like giving up something for Lent based on religious reasons is what I would do. That being said, it's sometimes a good time to try to give up things. Do you know what I mean? It's probably a good time to like be on a diet or something. But then again, St. Patrick's Day is buying in the middle of it, you know? And then... And then just want to get that drink on. Like, I have no plans. Like, I'm not a big drinker. You know, obviously, hey, look, I like a drink, you know. I like to let my hair down from time to time, but I don't need it. You don't need it every week. I don't need it every day, you know, not anymore anyway. And I can't really, I don't have really anything in the diary to drink, apart from the 12th of March when I will be drinking, and also, um, I think, 23rd as well as made of mine's birthday. I'll be going out for some dinner and I'll be getting some wine on board because hey, I'm a wine guy. I'm a connoisseur. Let me just check that viscosity. Let me just go, mm, let me just have a taste. Mm. Damn sun, cherries and strawberries. Delicious. But yeah, I'll, probably, I'll just probably try and stick in the straight and narrow, Glenn, you know. Try and just get back to that way of the life, that physique way, you know. I feel, I feel like being homeless is, has led me to struggle a bit in the last couple of weeks especially before that it was fine but you're not having your own man not having your own place to lie your head you know not being able to get down on that goose down table of mine table goose down pillow of mine don't know why i said table probably because i've got the world's most expensive table in my house and that's probably probably where i'm at um whoa let me see chloe has said to myself if animals could talk, which do you think would be the rudest? Parrots don't count. And the rudest animal? <laughs> you know what? I think the rudest animal would probably be... You know, I, I said a peacock instantly came into my head because, I mean, I think they just look full of themselves. You know, just walking about. <laughs> flick up his big plumage. <laughs> and he's like, excuse me. You're stinking and I'm gorgeous. You're ugly and I'm sex. Not sexy, just I'm sex. You're stinking and I'm sex. And look at my plumage. Pants. But I reckon it'd probably be a real bitchy. You know, you'd definitely you'd be a bitchy peacock because they would be really full of themselves. And then you know what? I'd say like a wee, a wee scurrying character would be bad. Like you'd be get a wee, a wee character would scurry about the place. You know, on, on their two hind legs. I'd say like a wee chimpanzee. They like scurry about just gossiping. You know, and they've got hands and fingers and stuff, so they could hold their hands up and whisper into other chimpanzees' ears. <laughs> you know, I think they'd be pretty um, rude as well. And they throw shit at you. And, you know, that's kind of you know that's offensive. Like if I were to be out for dinner myself and someone was you know annoying me a bit, and I were to throw a piece of feces at them I think that would be considered rude you come in with another question Chloe I like that double barrel just in case I'm having a quiet week I appreciate that is there a children's TV show or film that scared you or freaked you out for me it's an episode of Teletubbies with a weird bear and lion on wheels whoa what age are you 
because the Teletubbies aren't that old. Maybe I'm just an old guy, Chloe. You know, let me know what age you are. Because if you're coming in and you're like similar age to me, you, what are you watching the Teletubbies for? <laughs> but if you're if you're younger, hey, you know, apologies. But um, what scared me as a kid? Yeah, I The Wizard of Oz was my favorite film. I loved that shit. But those wee weird like flying monkey dudes that hung around to the Wicked Witch of the West, they weren't sweet. Why are they dressed as bellboys at a hotel? You know, are they doubling up? Are they flying out, frightening kids? You know, getting gossip get for the Wicked Witch of the West. And then are they like working in the Hilton, just, you know, bringing your bags up, looking tips? You know, is that what they're doing? Why are they dressed like that? If they're flying monkeys, just let them be nude. You know, that's what flying monkey, monkeys like. Again, easy access to their bums so they can throw shit at you. You know what I mean? Don't dress them like... But I mean, I suppose maybe the Wicked Witch of the West just has a dress code. You know? She's green skin. You know, God bless her. Like, that's not sweet. You know? Was her name in, in Wicked? I, can, I don't know. Give a shit either. But yeah, thanks for the question, Chloe. That was great. Um... Roscoe Watson and said, Hey Dave, on a recent trip to Paris, I noticed you had lent your very bespoke table to the Louvre Museum for for keep safekeeping when your house is in repair. Picture attached. Let me see. Oh wow, he has sent a photo of a, uh, a very sexy table. A lot of ornate design there. You know, a lot of, it's rich colour. It's a beautiful table, I must admit, Roscoe. And his question is, What's your next big purchase for when you get rehoused? You know what? Legitimately speaking, we're, hey, look, you're dealing with a baller here, okay? I'm not just going to throw something shit in there. I'm going to tell you, when I get back home, hey, I'm looking at getting the gaff insulated. You know, I'm looking to get sweet new insulation put in. You know, obviously it's going to be shipped in from Italy. It's not going to be this cheap. Shit, it's going to be, you know, it's not just going to be, I'm not going to buy a roll of insulation at B&Q. Now I'm going to get a, get a man out from Italy wearing bespoke tailored suit. He's going to have the finest um, Gucci briefcase. He's going to see what insulation I need and he's going to insulate my house. Because see, when I've been staying in my parents' house, like a sauna, when I'm staying in Jigsaw from Saw's house currently, like a sauna, my house in comparison, cold. It's like an igloo, you know? Am I am I an ice Asian? Nope. I think I'm just a regular run of the mill Asian. I'm just an I'm a cock Asian. You know what I mean? That's what I am. I'm not a I'm not a an ice Asian. I'm not a, like a regular like middle. I didn't say Middle Eastern, but hey, they aren't Asian either. Just like Eastern Asian. I'm not a Middle Eastern because they're like they're you're, you're cropping into territory of like you know Arab people and. <laughs> Whoa, am I down on a wormhole here? And Indian people? Whoa, maybe I am. I'm talking Eastern. I'm not like an Eastern Asian. I'm not an Ice Asian. I'm a cock Asian. So, you know, I just want to be hot. I want to be cozy. So I'm going to get that done. I'm also going to get a new front door and an extension at some point. But hey, we'll talk about that later. And when I do get that, I'm going to deck it out. You know, I'm going to make it sweet. I'm going to get decked out. I need an office space. So I'm going to get that decked out. You know, so first and foremost, come to the charity gig. Hey, I'm only joking, I'm not actually taking any of that money. That was banter. Um, Andy O'Connor said, Whoa, <laughs> can you please try and make your podcast more gender inclusive, please? I'm triggered and offended. I think it's Andy referencing that tweet about the charity gig. Whoa, um, you know, I can't make it more gender inclusive because, hey, I'm a guy with a big old dick. Now, only joking, I have one, but you know, it's, it's small. 
effectively. You know, it's a, it's a, you know, it's carry on piece. You know, you don't put it through. You know, you don't need to get it stamped and put on as cargo luggage. You can carry that bag with you. You know what I mean? This dick is staying on me. You know, at all times, going to overhead locker with room to spare. You can put my dick in the overhead locker, and then you can go to like the wee lady it's just come on afterwards and it's like I've got a hefty handbag and you go here let me just put your handbag above our heads beside my dick you know that's the sort of dick we're talking but still it's a one man band it's a one man show 100% male man L masculinity toxic that's what this podcast is you know I'm such a I'm such a sly guy you know I'm such a I'm such an anti-female guy. I'm so chauvinistic. Uh, you know, I'm married to a woman and I've got a daughter and I'm so sly. Oh, no, only joking. Um, but here's the thing, fully Andy. Nah, I can't make it more inclusive. Sauce, will I have a female guest in the podcast at some point? Yes. But just not now, you know. Dylan O'Neill, any idea when Boytown will switch to Spotify? Also, I'm not listening to your podcast unless you're a woman. Sly, Dylan, you know what? I might, t- you know what? Andy, Dylan, I might tuck my piece. I might tuck it in, make a mangina, make a fruit bowl, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to tuck that in. I might strap it on. It'll be hard to strap on because it doesn't have enough reach around to strap. You know what I mean? It just, I'll push it in. You know, I'll pop it in like it's a, you know, just push it in there like I'm pushing a wee bit of play doing. in. You know, that's what I'm going to do. And then I'll pretend I'm a female. I'm a lady. If it'll make people happier. Um, but when's Boytown going to Spotify? Hopefully from next week. Because we're trying to switch over from Audio Boom because I don't think Audio Boom's been active since 2008. And we're going to get on the uh, SoundCloud. I might actually text my producer as soon as I finish this of Boytown and be like, Benny, we haven't fucking SoundCloud yet, you, you mope. Don't know what that means, but yeah, I might do that. Um, Luke Harris, being a fan of the heavyweight cut and a physique guy myself, I like to keep up to date with all the heavyweight news. Here's a little fact that might blow your mind. And he sent me a photo, but, um, you know, I've uh, I've must have opened it. And now I can't open it again. See if you're going to send me a photo. Make it last, guys. You know what I mean? Make it last so I can see it. Because sometimes I record a podcast on a Friday. Very rarely, mostly on Sunday. But then if I look at it when you send it, come Sunday, it's gone. But, um, you know what, Luke? Next week, tell me what this is. But um, I like that you're a physique guy. I'm hoping it's about stringer vests. I really do. But if it's not, you know, you can let me know next week. And I'm sorry that I got too excited and blew my beans too early. Whoa, what a terrible phrase. Chris Henning said, hey, Dave. I have a bone to pick with you. A few weeks ago, you said that you don't think you could do the podcast without your boyfriend, Chris Barr, sending you stories each week. First off... I didn't know it was a competition. Secondly, seeing as he's so great, why did you move in with him while you're homeless? Oh, oh, Chris? I'm not angry that you have a favourite listener, just disappointed, sassy. You are a sassy bitch, Chris. You know what? What I didn't say Chris, Bar, Barzo, Barzini, boyfriend Bar, my best friend, was my favourite listener. You know, I didn't say he was my best friend. I merely said that I wouldn't feel comfortable doing the podcast without giving him a chance to send a story because every week he comes in with those stories and, you know, it just feels wrong doing it without him. That was all said. But, you know, he mightn't be my favourite listener. 
He might be, but one thing's for sure, mister, you're not. And next time I see you live podcast, I'm going to spank you. So I'll give you another week to think about this, Chris. But, you know, you may sort yourself out because you've really, you've really hurt my feelings. My man Giles Strutt has said, got the keys to my first house today. Congratulations, Giles. That is great news for you. Giles. I meant to say Giles, but hey, you know, whenever we're friends, I just drop it. I make a nickname. You're my boy, Giles. You know, your name's surname Strutt, followed by Giles. It's hard to, you know, phonetically say it. It's when you've been drinking wine. You know, so I just call you Giles for this, my man. Um, just got the keys to my first house today. Any tips and advice for living without your parents for the first time? Mm. So many questions. Are you moving in with a a partner, maybe? Are you moving in with yourself? Are you moving in with your friends? It's a different dynamic. Like I've lived out of house, out of house, out of home. I've lived out of house too. I'm fucking homeless. I've lived out of um, away from my parents with friends. I've lived away from my parents with a girlfriend. I've lived away from my parents by myself. I've lived away from my parents with a wife and a child, you know, all different dynamics. But what I would say would be, first and foremost, make sure you get some kind of deal with your parents whereby you have an open-door policy. You can go back, raid the fridge when it suits you. You know, sometimes you just happen to accidentally bring some washing with you. Sometimes I do that. You know, I pack a wee, like, bag to my parents, you know, just like... Like, like a wee man bag you know have a wee man bag with my phone my wallet or whatever and then just so happened to put in maybe a week's washing you know and just while I'm there be like oh fuck how'd this washing get into my man bag and then my mom would be like come here let me wash that for you and I go mm, yeah so I'd say that I'd also advise you you know drink you know get yourself some drink Relax, you know, let loose, do things that you do some things that your parents might let you do, you know. Like shit with the door open, you know, do that if you want. Drink drink a beer, you know, just openly without asking. And you know, have a party. Have a Malbec party, invite me around. Sounds like a good idea, but congratulations, Giles anyway. No doubt um you'll be probably blitzed. If you just moved out, you'll be partying probably since you moved in. Fair play to you. Health, health to live there, sir. May you have a wonderful time. And um, PJ Jennings, or is it PJ P, Paul Jennings? See, P, the PJ has got me. Paul Jennings, my man, has said. Just wanted to say it's so jokes and come when people fuck you off for arranging a cancer fundraiser. Hashtag water. Hashtag just kidding. Hashtag free the Papa Bear one. Yeah, man, you know, for sure, Paul, it's sly when people do that. You know, some people just, I don't know, just some, just some people like to cause trouble over nothing, you know, but each to their own. And again, I know I'm a sly guy for trying to help a friend and help a cause, you know, in general. I know I should be taking all that sweet dough, folding it all up, folding up in the big fat ball, wrapping it in elastic bands and popping it in my back pocket. You know, I should be rolling. I should be rolling on bands. You know, I should be banding up. I should be Antonio Banderas. I should have so much band. But hey, I'm, I'm instead of just banding it up and sticking it in my back pocket and just rolling on 20s, I'm giving it to charity. You know, sly guy. Really mean. <laughs> what dickhead. Um, but thanks for that. Um... 
Shout out to Oren McLaughlin, who just gave me the the big 100 on, on my podcast questions. I appreciate that. Um, weird. Look, Sweeney. Howdy, Davey. Apologize for the mug off about your sneaks last week. Yeah, man. Basically, for anyone who was just tuning in, Luke was like, why weren't you wearing sweet sneaks at live podcast? And I was like, hey, man, I'm homeless. Don't have access to my sweet walk-in wardrobe with fly kicks. You know, actually, Michael Jordan lives in my wardrobe. Personally, bespoke managing my collection of sneaks. But unfortunately, when I ain't got no access to the home, I ain't got no access to my snakes. I'm probably, um, Michael Jordan's probably died of starvation in the house there by himself, but he's a big man, I'm sure he'll survive. Um, so be more sincere this week. I heard you mention a few times that your goal is to leave the day job and go full-time at comedy. When would you say you felt comfortable leaving? Will you ever feel comfortable? Hashtag deep. Yeah, look, that is deep. Um, I feel like, I am very focused on it at the minute. I feel like I don't know what the what the origin of the phrase "irons in the fire" is. I, I'm going to just assume that it's basically that you know, back in the days when there was blacksmithery going on, you know, people you needed to use an iron to you know mold your sword, and if you didn't have a hot enough iron, you could mold your sword. Then you're well it's a wine burp susceptible to attack and then if you have loads of irons in the fire if one's not hot enough you've got another one shabam but I mean you know I feel like I would need to have a few projects lined up to take the leap because obviously I have responsibilities that need paid for I have a steady wage packet and it's important to have money you know if you don't have money it's hard to get things unless you become a thief which hey is something I've considered as a backup plan but um I just basically need to be, you know, come up with some good content, come up with uh, some good projects, um, come up with some good scripts, which I've been working on. Hopefully something will happen with them down the line and then I'll be able to take the plunge. But I feel like it's definitely closer. And whenever I do it, I shall be very elated to announce it on the Weird Podcast. But um, I'm definitely feeling more positive for that this year um, than I was before. Paddy Mac has, whoa, Paddy Mac's just dropped the 100 on Mike. What is it? People just delighted to ha- see me doing a podcast. I appreciate that, Paddy Mac. He's apologised and be like, fuck's sake, ignore that. I'll, I'll ignore it. Cheers, Paddy. And Chris Barr, my BFF, the boy with the matching tattoo that I have, which is off his name. He got a first, but I, he's my favourite. Said, hey, Dave, hope you're well. And close to moving back into your house. Here's this week's weird article. And he sent me an article that's linked to the mirror. Woman spends £1,100 on plastic surgery for her cat as she thinks it's ugly. Whoa. Yeah, woman's come under fire for branding her cat too ugly and take it to get plastic surgery on its face. A pet owner's been accused of animal abuse for taking her cat to get plastic surgery on its face. The unnamed woman from China. Whoa. Shocker took her cat to have an operation on its eyes after claiming she thought the shape of them was ugly the grey cat said they've undergone double eyelid operation or Asian blastoplastery where the crease is added to the animal's eyelids to create a look of a monolid in order to do this vets made a cut into each of the cat's eyelids with a scalpel sly vet but I mean you know what to be fair the cat was ugly you know so I mean the woman was probably doing it a favour you know if you're out there you're a tabby you're a you know 
dark in the night. You're just on the, you're just on the, the fence walking about trying to show all other cats what you're about and you're stinking looking. People aren't going to want to be in and around your wee cat butthole. You know what I mean? But whenever you got this plastic surgery, not many cats have it. She looks sweet. But the woman's paid, yeah, basically a grand to have the cat made look sweet. She had some fur shaved off its face. Um, and yeah, the eyes are red and swollen. But that's true. Do you know what I mean? Um, the eyes do get red and swollen after an operation. But now a cat looks very sexy. Um, but I mean, it's totally worth it. Uh, let me see even more it's revealed that since the report aired on Chinese television the cat owner in question has been heavily criticised on social media one person says it doesn't even look like the same cat anymore <laughs> what a, how raging like I can't, I can't believe it but I know it doesn't look like the same cat the first cat was ugly man this cat is sexy this one sexy pussy mm. and it's been shaved like who doesn't like a shaved pussy you know what I'm saying man get with the procedure oh anyway Chris's question said what I want to know is if you could surgically enhance your dog in any way possible what would it be and why hmm my dog much like the cat in question is Chinese Mr. Charlie the Shih Tzu um, spelled C-H-A-R with a space, capital L-I, Charlie, not Charlie, a lot of people call him Charlie, yeah, but he's Chinese, so show him some respect. If I do have Charlie in operation, what I would do, probably take his teeth out, you know, make him more gummy, because he's at the age where, like, he's just dropping bites on people, if they look at him the wrong way. He's sassy, he's a bitch, but, I mean, it's, he, he is what he is. And if he had no teeth, I would just be, he could just bite Holly all he wants, you know, get his wee teeth taken out, and his uh, claws. But if I were to make him look sweeter, I would probably, you know, I would just try, I would give him, like, chemicals straight, I would straighten his hair with chemicals, because he looks a bit scruffy after a while, you know, he's a shit, so he grows a bit long, he looks a bit scruffy, I'd give him, like, chemical straightening, you know, like, the way Chad Kroger went from looking real curly and shit to just all of a sudden super straight, his hair, that is, you know, Nickelback singer Chad Kroger going from curly to straight, straight's always sweeter looking than curly, you know, unless you're... My wife who curls her hair quite a bit, and in that case, you know, she looks amazing always. Um, let me see. The last question is from Sam Cardozi. Hi, Dave. Becoming an avid podcast listener, was wondering how difficult it is maintaining your comedy career whilst holding down a full time job. Cheers, Papa. No, thanks for getting in touch, Sam. I appreciate that. I'm glad you're enjoying the content that's coming out. Um, how difficult is it? Um, you know what? It's got to the point now where my poor, long-suffering wife knows that I am an absent guy a lot of the time. But you know, the least, the less she sees me, the better it is I'm doing. If that makes sense, do you know what I mean? If I'm out gigging most nights, it's it's good. But at the same time, it's really tough, and that's why I try to keep the weekends as free as I can to just spend time with the family. Like this weekend, for example, um, we went for a nice big walk. With uh, Holly and stuff this on Sunday, we got up bright. Well, she always gets up at like six because she's a baby and it's got no respect. So we got up, played played with her for a bit, went out for some breakfast, went a nice big walk, um, went and did some groceries, just played a bit more, hung out, and just spent some nice time, nice big Sunday dinner all together. Bath time, Holly to bed. It's a great day. Do you know what I mean? I like to keep my Saturdays and my Sundays for spending time with the family. You know, during the week, I'm working. Like, when the day comes when I hopefully can leave work, I still, you know, try to work like a nine to five because I think it keeps you structured. 
and then keep the weekends free. So it's all just about time management, really. Like I'm, I said, I do my, my boy time podcast. It's a it's a Monday thing, so I'll do work, come home, bit of dinner, see the family, get Holly to bed, go and do the podcast. You know, and it's kind of like that. So it's just all about time management, which is hard. But um, you know, we're getting there. So you know, it's hard to start with, but it gets easier. Um, so yeah, it's hard, but we can cope. Let me see. Last question, Luke Gorman. Hey Dave, hope there's been progress in the shit pipe situation in your house. <laughs> on the on the off chance you've not recorded the podcast yet, there was a very weird documentary on Channel Four called Three Identical Strangers about three brothers separated at birth and find each other as teenagers. If you haven't seen it, it's brilliant and gets weird. Would definitely recommend watching it. If you found out you had a long lost twin or triplets, what would your reaction be? And what would you and your new siblings do to make up for all the years that you've missed? You know, first of all, I'd probably go, whoa, what a sexy couple of dudes they are. You know, big, hairy, bear-type guys. Unless, of course, you know, realistically, there'd be a runt, because there's always a runt of a litter. You know, if you have more than, like, two siblings, you know, the three plus, there's always one that's the frailest. So, you know, either... I would have like a real runt brother who'd probably be gross looking or else I'm the runt and then the other two are just giant freak guys like massive freak dudes and then I'd be like probably beaten up by both of them but I don't know what I would do I would, I would sit them down I'd be like guys I'm recording an episode of the weird podcast here let's um get a bottle of wine out let's chat let's see what this, what what's going down and chat out in the podcast. I would ask some very deep questions. You know, I would be, I'd be asking them all the big stuff like, you know, Spice Girls are all saints. You know, stringer, stringer, or t-shirt would be be the big one. Would you rather wear a t-shirt or a stringer? And say t-shirt, I'd just be going, guys, back out into the ether. I don't need you anymore. You're done. But um, no, I would definitely yeah. Uh, I definitely want to see what they're about. But if they're anything like me, I think they would bring it to the table. They'd be ready. They'd be showing people what they're about. And I think that's an important lesson, an important way to end this week's podcast. And also, hold on one sec. I've just finished my wine. So now I'm going to go. Be sick. And that's that. But uh, in closing, yeah, check out Pug Ugly's Comedy Club. It's on every Thursday this week with Mickey Bartlett, Jordan Robinson, and myself. Um, I've got a video coming out this week, probably about on Wednesday. I think it's very funny if you see that share. Other than that, just tell people to listen to the podcast. Again, apologies if this podcast didn't make sense. It's episode 69, so I lost the run of myself. Get over it next week for episode 70. I'll see you. Hopefully I'll have good news about the house. Hopefully I have some more exciting news coming about that. And other than that, enjoy your week. And yeah, hopefully I'll open a few windows in this fucking sauna, saw house of mine. And yeah, Godspeed. speed.